Blog Talk Radio. You're tuned in to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host for the evening, Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. This is where Chicago's Black Business Network members come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. These discussions can be political, musical, or entertaining. They can be serious or fun. Tell us what's on your mind tonight. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Our chat rooms are open. We're here every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here on blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky, you know how I feel. Breeze drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. New life for me. 
Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio for Tuesday, February 22nd, 2011, Election Day here in Chicago. I'm Sonia Cassandra Perdue, founder of CBBN, author of Black America Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010, and your host for this evening's show. You know, people ask me, uh, how was your day today? And the other day I said, phenomenal. They looked like I had slapped them because I did have a phenomenal day, and I'm going to say I had another one today. So, Nina, I know how you feel. I'm feeling good. This is our special jobs broadcast, and really it's more than that. It's more than about jobs. I could probably do jobs, do other information. There's so much information that we need. We will give you information about some special scholarship programs uh, for the young and not so young, and so stay tuned for that information. This time slot is normally set aside where Chicago's Black Business Network.com members can come on and share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. But even more importantly, this show is about, about what they can use it for. It's a marketing tool. It's a marketing tool for our members. Our show's uh, beginning March the 5th. This particular show will be rebroadcast also on WJPCChicago.com. We want to thank Antonia Chappelle for opening up the door for us to do that. On that particular show, we get hundreds of listeners on Saturdays. We don't know the time slot as yet, but he should be telling us, and we will announce that next week. And uh, just as importantly, we want you to call in. We want you to tell us about your business ventures, but we also want you to tell us about your job experience, about job openings that you've heard about this week. 
We've been doing the job show about three times. Call is our little slow, but we expect them to pick up as we get the word out to people about what's going on. Uh, we know that you're out there applying for jobs. Is your company hiring? Did you get hired? Do you want to tell us that? Let us know who has job openings. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. That's 347-326-9477. CBBN currently has more than 700 members, and the majority of them are Chicago-based businesses, small businesses like yours, like mine. Our mission, and our only mission, is to provide you with the connections, the information, the tools that will take you to the next level of success. We ask that you come over to the site. That's uh, Chicago's with an S, blackbusinessnetwork.com, and show your support. Be a part of what we do. 700-plus members strong now. Do you know these people? More importantly, do our members know you? Join us today and touch the world. Last week, CBBN member and CEO of Loftus Consulting, Kimberly Loftus, shared some vital information for those of you who are in the beauty, salon, and spa industry. If you're owners of a beauty supply, a beauty salon, or a spa, you can listen to that show in our archives. That's uh, or visit their website, lotusconsulting.com. We want to thank Kimberly for joining us. They also was at one of our networking events, so they're really, really out there trying to get this information out to you. And I'm really, really out there with them trying to get this information out to you because if you listen to the program, if you listen to what they're offering, there is no way that you can almost no way you can not can see that as a benefit to your beauty salon or spa business, excuse me. Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Network, .com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of CBBN. Call in number 347-326-9477, 347-326-9477. You know I'm over here doing 100 things. The chat room is open. Leave your company information and website links in the chat room. That's how we connect. Press the number one. If you'd like to speak to... Uh, one of our guests, we have a comment or question, but we really would like you to share some job information. We really, really would. Our thing for the coming year, let's talk about nothing but success in 2011. We want to wish our co-host for Black Wall Street USA, Mr. Ron Carter, the best as he is out there on the front line today, all day. Over there, you know, he's running for alderman of the 17th ward. I don't have any election results. Uh, voting is over at 7 p.m. It's 6:40 Chicago time now, but I do believe, I do truly believe that the 17th ward will be a community, a better community, in four years if he is indeed elected to that position of alderman in that ward. Everyone knows, everyone who listens to our shows knows knows that Chicago's Black Business Network dot com and this show, CBBN on Blog Talk Radio, are both dedicated to the memory of Harold Washington, the first black mayor of Chicago. It is our way of giving respect to Mr. Washington's memory and keeping his name and contributions on the minds and in the hearts of our fellow Chicagoans. And you know, in some past shows and we may do this again some of our past shows uh, for Black Wall Street USA and uh, my original CBBN member show, we asked people, how do you remember Harold? And it is always, 
every time. It is such an emotional experience for people to share their experience during those years of this man being mayor of the city. It it really is. And I think that uh, we'll go back to asking that question again because it is an important question. He is a historical person. Today is a historical day in Chicago's history. On February 22nd, 1983, some of you will remember the words, you want Harold, you got Harold. Remember that night? I do. Harold won the Democratic primary and went on to be elected mayor on April 12th, 1983. Now, right here tonight, we won't go into what led up to that night. I know that there were 100,000 additional black voters uh, registered to vote. And I'm not going to go into all that followed that night, but all of you uh, who were voting age and my age remember Harold. He remains a historical figure for me, and we will continue to keep his name on our tongues as long as I'm the host of this show. This is an historical week. On February 21st, 1965, Malcolm X, born Malcolm Little, was assassinated in New York while giving a speech. We simply want to take a moment and give our respects to these two brothers and the recognition of the greatness within them is the same greatness that is within us. Welcome to Chicago's Black Business Network and Blog Talk Radio. And two things happened to me this week just to remind me of the why it is so important to recognize and remember these men these men. Because things have changed and at the same time at the same time things have not changed. I'll I'll relate these two incidents to you. I attended an event hosted by the American Academy of Forensic Scientists and it was a panel on the forensic findings of the autopsy of Emmett Till. I actually thought I was going to see a documentary, but it was actually a panel discussion at the Cultural Center downtown. You see the old library over there in Washington and Michigan Avenue. I love that place. I really do. I enjoy being there. And um, as you know, Emmett Till was beaten and shot in 1955 in Mississippi uh, for, at that time, allegedly whistling at a white woman. So there on that panel that day was the president of the Academy of Forensic Scientists, the case manager, because they opened up an FBI case, and I'll tell you why, the case manager, the FBI case manager for the investigation of the cold case, all you CSI people, cold case people, and one of the physicians who, were, who was part of the team who did the autopsy. And also there was Reverend Parker, his cousin, Reverend Parker, went to Mississippi, was going to Mississippi that year, and Emmett Till wanted to go with him. And uh, the family here in Chicago eventually made a decision that Emmett could go with him down to Mississippi. They had some concerns about him going uh, because of his age and because he had not been in the South, and uh, he didn't know the environment and the spirit down there at that time, but they let him go. Now, uh, and Reverend Parker was a part of that panel, and I did get an opportunity to meet him, and hopefully we'll have him on an upcoming show. Now, according to the story then, according to the case manager for FB, uh, for the FBI, the trial for the murderers, 
of Emmett Till, well, people in my age group know why they were acquitted. But according to the transcript, they were acquitted because it could not be proved that that was Emmett Till's body. I mean, he was so damaged from the brutality of the beating and from being in the Mississippi, in the river down there uh, in the middle, in August, in the summer. He was just, there was just so much damage. So they said that that was not his body, and they couldn't prove that was his body, so they couldn't prove it was a murder. And that was the case, and that was the reason for this case uh, being investigated. So at the conclusion uh, of this investigation, uh, and according to the FBI findings, it is indeed, uh, that was indeed Emmett Till's body, and that case is closed. Now, when I came out, I sat around the cultural uh, center for a while. I was working on some things that I needed to do this week, getting my paperwork organized. And it's a peaceful, beautiful environment, and I enjoy it. Enjoyed it. So a man walked up to me, who was a white man, walked up to me. He asked me, why are you so interested in the Emmett Till case? And it threw me. I mean, it really threw me. I was shocked to be asked that question because I – my response is, I am a black woman. I was born in 1955, and this is my history. So when I say things do not change, that's what I mean pretty much. That was that threw me because my question might be, why are you interested, you know, more so than why am I interested? And then the other incident this week was an uh, incident with constant contact. Some of you who are on my mailing list, you know that we sent out event blasts uh, event blast, announcement blast, and that type of thing for Chicago's Black Business Network and for other organizations. So they accused me of a little spamming and those type of things, and people have to opt in and all these hundreds of rules, and they're reviewing it with me and all these type of things. And uh, basically a comment was made before, but it was made in a little different tone this time uh, that I took offense to. And the young man asked me, um, we have some concerns about some of the comments that people are making as they opt out of your mailing list. And uh, because why would a person, why would a white person want to opt into your network? And I didn't think I heard what he said. I mean, I really thought I was mistaken. Why would a white person want to join Chicago's black business network.com? And uh, believe me, I will write a letter to the president about that. Don't you market to black people? And I, my response to him: Don't you know? Uh, don't you know black people? Do you know black people? I have um, white people on my site. It is a social and business network. I was a little taken back by that. That he could ascertain that. Uh, number one, I do not do business with white people. I would not do business with white people. Uh, white people come into our community and do business. They come in our community and market to us. Uh, as, as, a, as a matter of fact, they're especially specialty marketing firms, uh, and usually black who are assigned specifically to market to us from white companies. So I was a little bit taken aback by his statements, and I'm going to need some clarification from the president of Constant Contact on that. That uh, I wasn't appreciative of his comments. Uh, he made a comment that one person said, I'm an Irish uh, 
I'm an Irish person of Irish descent, so why would I want to belong to such an organization? You know, he, you know, uh, I can't say what ethnic backgrounds uh, non-black people are on my site, but there may be some Irish people on there. So we're going to have to revisit this a little bit with the president of Constant Contact. That is why I'm going to say it again. It is so important to recognize and remember these things because things have changed. And it's sometimes, sometimes in our experiences out here in this world in 2011, things have not changed. We want to remember that. And we don't let things pass us by. You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network.com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com. We're going to be right back after this message because there are some very, very, very important things that we certainly want to share with you this evening. So please stay with us.
We're back, and you're listening to Chicago's BlackBusinessNetwork.com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra-Purdue, founder of CBBN, and your host for this evening's show. And um, our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Leave your company information and chat and, and information and websites in the chat room, and that's how we connect. This evening, we're going to give you some information about uh, some upcoming job fairs tomorrow, as a matter of fact, and some scholarship programs. This hour goes so fast. We want to be sure what we're going to do is post the job openings in the group called Employment Opportunities on our website, on com. If we don't get to them tonight, we're going to be sure and post them. We have about 10. Post them um, in the website, on the website, under the Employment Opportunity Group. Now, if you attended any of the job fairs from the last show, we'd appreciate your feedback, and you can always give the feedback online or so. For example, did you attend the NAACP job fair at Navy Pier today? If so, get some feedback for us. What about the Chicago State Job Fair this week? Did you attend that? Tell us about the good and the bad and Give us some feedback. Uh, what employers were there? What uh, were their responses to you? Was there anybody there with large job openings, a large number of job openings, that, uh, or with short deadlines? Uh, there may have been job openings that you need to apply for right now. We'd appreciate you giving us that information and taking the time to call us, 347-326-9477. You can also post that on our Blog Talk Radio page, which is Blog Talk Radio, that's B-L-O-G, blogtalkradio.com slash C-B-B-N. You can always post the information there for us, and we can pick it up, we can share, because that is what we do. Let's talk about two scholarship programs. One is the Presidential Scholarship and Educational Initiative for Community College Students, sponsored by the Illinois Institute of Technology here in Chicago. In the fall of 2010, 26 students from City Colleges of Chicago, as well as 28 students students from Sir Arthur Lewis Community College, entered IIT as undergraduates supported by the Presidential Scholarship. This is the first year, 2010, for that scholarship program. Recipients of the Presidential Scholarship receive 23500 annual tuition scholarship award, renewable for up to three years. There's certain stipulations. $5,000 annual housing scholarship to support on-campus residency at the university. We won't go into all the requirements but this is a partnership with the Chicago City Colleges, and your counselors at your city colleges should have this information. If they don't have it, you should advise them that they should have it because this information should be shared because 23500 in tuition scholarship monies is not a little thing. In addition to $5,000 in housing, that's not a little thing, and everyone at your particular community college should have that information out to them. We feel that this is important that you get to work on this right away because the deadline 
the deadline is April 15th for fall of 2011. And, uh, if you can complete at city colleges, you know deadlines are deadlines. They're usually not exceptions, and I don't think IIT is going to make one for you. So get this information out. Go to www.iit.edu. That's the major website, but if you do a search for presidential scholarship, the information page should come up. For more information, also contact BJ. Engelhart, I'll spell that for you, E-N-G-E-L-H-A-R-D-T, admission counselor at IIT at 312-567-3027, 312-567-3027. Make those phones ring. Spread this information around. Make these phones ring. Ask her about the presidential scholarship. If you go to the website, all the guidelines and requirements are there. The participating community colleges are Kennedy King, Harold Washington, Truman, Malcolm X, Olive Harvey, Daly, Wright, also Chicago State University, Office of Engineering Studies only. That's what they indicate. Morton College. Prairie State College, Sir Arthur Lewis Community College, and Tidewater Community College. So if you're attending those two colleges, if you've graduated from those two colleges, community colleges, you should take a look at this scholarship program. also want you to know you should take a look at it anyway, anyway. If you do not qualify for that particular program, there are other scholarship programs available for IIT. The reaching out into the community, of course, we're looking at the best of the best. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but when you're telling your young people to apply for different colleges, to apply for colleges, they should apply for more than one. They should apply for a number of scholarship funds. Uh, we have this hang-up of getting these loans, and uh, if you're if you're a paper, that's like in the loan business. If you're a paper, then you should qualify for some of these programs, and you should certainly reach out to those monies. But to say that you cannot continue your education because of money is simply not true. And we probably need to stress on our young people, those juniors and seniors, freshmen. You know, a lot of people, they play games their first two years. They lose a lot of opportunity in later life. But if you're a junior senior now, if your child is a junior senior now, we need to stress on the importance of you won't get in college with those Ds. You won't get in college with those Cs. You may get into college, the community colleges, but Will you get the scholarships? Will you get the scholarships? That makes the difference. That makes the difference. I don't remember people having those conversations with me, but you should be having them with your children. Spread the word, www.iit.edu. For more information, contact your school or B.J. Engelhardt, admission counselor at IIT at 312-567-3027, 5673027 and that deadline is April 15th. So get to, get get to going on your paperwork. You listen to Chicago's 
blackbusinessnetwork.com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, your host for this particular segment. And the second scholarship program we want to share with you is my understanding, it's my understanding that this is a new program and Harley Washington CBB, CBBN member. We want to thank you for sending this information over to me and uh, saying, get this out, get this out. Yes, I am. That's what I do. That's what we do. That's what you should be doing. This scholarship is called the Buick Achievers Scholarship, B-U-I-C-K. Yes, it's the car, the Buick Achievers Scholarship. This scholarship funded by the GM Foundation is designed to help students who are leaders in both the classroom and their communities, but who may not have the financial means to attend college. The Buick Achievers Scholarship Program will award up to $25,000 per year for 100 students and 2000 per year for 1000 students. They encourage students to apply who will be enrolling full-time as a first-time freshman at a four-year college or university. Those who plan to major in one of the following, science, technology, engineering, math, business administration, finance, marketing, or design. So that may influence some majors out there. Those who have an interest in a career in the automotive or related industries. And now would be the time to find out what related industries are. If you follow the money of a car, of what goes into making a car, what touches, everything that touches the car comes from somewhere. Everything is manufactured. Where does it come from? Do a little research. Follow the money. That's what it's called. Take the car. Follow the money. Where does the materials come from? Who designs them? Who engineers them? Okay. We need your help in spreading the word to deserving students. Please do. Please do. You could probably go to, I would go to the GM, um, main GM website, GM Foundation. You could also visit www.buickachievers.com. Buickachievers.com. There's also a PDF flyer that you can download and print to share. BuickAchievers.com slash flyer, just that simple, just that simple. And uh, we want you to help us and help Harley Washington, thank you, Harley, in getting the information out about these programs. You're listening to Chicago's BlackBusinessNetwork.com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue. We appreciate you taking the time. If you have any job information whatsoever, please call in and share it with us. Thank you so much. We'll be right back after this break. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com and author of Black America Asking Ourselves the Tough Questions, Book 1, 2010. This is where Chicago's Black Business Network members Come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience, and the world. 
These discussions can be political, musical, or entertaining. They can be serious or fun. Tell us what's on your mind tonight. Our caller number is 347-326-9477. We're here every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. at www.blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn. We look forward to you joining us for our special jobs broadcast and also for our upcoming specials on jobs training and services for you. Right after CBBN on Blog Talk Radio tonight is the Consumer Show with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. This is where Mr. McNeil will answer your questions about real estate, business, consumer protection rights, and your political and legal questions. Also join us every Thursday evening right here for Black Wall Street USA. We're here on Thursday from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., and we invite you to be part of sustaining and increasing black businesses across the country. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
You're listening to Chicago's Black Business Network dot com on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of CBBN. And you know that make you want to holler. That's some Coco Tail. It makes me want to holler. Three four seven three two six nine four seven seven. If you have a question or comment, press the number one, and we'll bring you on the air. The chat room is open. Leave your company information and website links in the chat room. 7.30 p.m. tonight is the Consumer Show with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. Tonight's topic is taxes. If you haven't filed your taxes, or if you have, uh, I believe that you can go back and uh, refile again or do some corrections, but he's going to tell us that. So call in with your questions on taxes. Now, I want to revisit a couple of things, a couple of announcements that we probably made already. And one, and I want you to share this information, ADT Global Security has continuous job openings. It is an outside sales job. It may be 100% commission uh, for ADT. But one thing about it, uh, suppose you have a part-time job now, you may be able to work another part-time job or work it like it's your business, on March the 4th, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. at 1945 South Hostet, Suite 201 in Chicago, 1945 South Hostet, they will be having an open house for outside sales positions that they are ready to fill immediately. You can give them a call. You probably don't have to wait that long. You can give them a call. Latoya Smith is the contact at ADT, 312-226-8443, 312-226-8443. Give her a call over there and find out what it is that you need to do to make that work for you, okay? Now, I want to review some information that we gave you last week because these are coming up tomorrow morning, February 23rd, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. This is the job fair of Oak Brook. This is this is going to be held at the Embassy Suites out there in Lombard, 707 each Butterfield Road, and it may be accessible by public transportation. The employers they're expecting will have positions in sales, customer service, retail, administration, management, IT, accounting, finance, government, security, insurance, brokers, clerks, financial analysis, financial analysts, excuse me, insurance, recruiting, coordinators, direct sales, telemarketing, cashiers, associates, banking, Series 637, Series 6. They suggest that you bring 15 to 25 resumes. That's the job book fair of Oak Brook. That's in the morning. Also in the morning, and that's why I was just sharing this with you, 8.30 to 8 p.m., Napleton Dealership Group Automotive Job Fair. And as I said last week, uh, the automotive industry must be picking up. They have positions available, sales, general sales manager, or they fired everybody, finance and insurance manager, sales manager, sales associates, sales and parts, service and parts, service managers, service advisors, service technicians, parts manager, parts counter associates, Porter shuttle driver, office positions also, controller, payroll administrator, accounts payable, accounts receivable, warranty administrator, billing clerk, license and title clerk, cashiers, receptionist, Internet sales, 
That's Napleton Dealership Group Automotive Job Fair. That's in the morning, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. You don't want to be that last, really, now, do you? You really want to be there first? You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio, and um, we're going to share another one with you, March 15th. Now, I believe all of these are still accessible by public transportation, March 15th, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Holiday Inn out at 3405 at Guaquin at Road in Rolling Meadows. Now, they're looking for candidates for all fields out there at the Chicago North Jobs Fair. They did not leave a number. Chicago North Jobs Fair by Coast to Coast Career Fairs. Some of these job fairs, and um, I know TTS has ETS has some great job fairs. As a matter of fact, we're working in collaboration with them to put together a job fair in April. They do it all the time. It's my first time, and uh, I'm going to be scouring these past next couple of weeks, scouring, scouring employers who are actually hiring. Some of these job fairs. And I, I'm not taking speaking of these that we're saying or any uh, any particular one, but you get some feedback is that they're just taking applications. Uh, they're not really hiring right now. Uh, they're filling up their files, you know. And we want to look. My my purpose and my goal, and when I speak to these employers who are going to be part of that job fair, it is going to be the question. Are you actually hiring right now? Because we want to see results. We know that there are many companies that are not hiring, but there's always, in order to be operational, people leaving, people retiring, uh, fire, getting fired, um, moving out of town. So there are job openings here. Uh, there may not be a lot, but we want to, to comb the we're going to scour the city to find out where there are actually some job openings because if they're not actually openings or actually hiring, that's not who we're looking for in April to be part of that job fair. So stay tuned for the details of, of that job fair. I look forward to having that experience and working with Stanley Martin over there at ETS events to put that on. Governor State, and this is on March 24th, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m., out at University Park, they're having a job fair also. And that's through the Office of Career Services, and they do have a number. So we want you to give them a call out there, 708-534-5000. That's Governor State University, 1 University Parkway in University Park, Illinois, 708-534-5000. If you need to know where to go, they have a hall out there, Hall of Governors, and that is where it is going to be hosted. So don't hesitate to go out there. It's open to currently enrolled students, alumni, community members, as well as students from other colleges and universities seeking employment. The only requirements for applicants is that they bring plenty of resumes and dress professionally that day, okay? So you listen to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. Here's a newspaper opening, the Daily Herald, 
career events. Now, they have a number of positions that they're looking for, sales, customer service, retail. Now, they're out in Rolling Mellows also. Um, for those of you who apply, we really like to know, um, are these job fairs accessible by public transportation? And I'm going to tell you a conversation that we had uh, last week, and we'll have it again. Sometimes you need to move where the jobs are. If you haven't worked in a couple of years and your unemployment is about to run out, I would suggest, and I probably should follow the suggestion myself, I would suggest that you Google, because we know we're always Googling, I would find out where are the most jobs in the country? Who's hiring? What are the most um, financially stable areas and communities in the country? And start doing applications. Start planning to move. It takes a while to get that done. It takes money to save up to move. But to be in an economically depressed area and stay there when it doesn't appear there's anything to be gained in the near future is defeating a little bit, don't you think? So uh, from the mindset of looking towards prosperity, of looking towards doing better or finding how you can do better or finding out where you can go to do better, would be, to me, a plan of action as opposing, opposed to sitting there and waiting for something to happen. Uh, I think that's called making something happen for yourself. I, that's how I look at that. But the Daily Herald Career Events, sales, customer service, retail, administration, management, IT, accounting, across the board, cashiers, and that's at the Metals Club. 2950 West Golf Road, and that's on March 31st, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. If you go to ChicagoJobSource.com, they list job fairs coming up uh, throughout the upcoming months, all the way up to probably June. The job fairs, some of the stated job fairs, this is not the only source. This is just one source. And next week we're going to go into some more sources for you. But if you have job information, if you applied for a job recently, if you know somebody who got a job recently, um, if you know a store opening up, give us a call. Uh, don't want to say if you know somebody got fired because someone did that. And they got someone a job. They knew someone who just got fired for a job. They they told uh, someone else that they knew to go over there and apply for a particular job. The person got the job. It works. It works. It definitely, definitely works. Okay. And uh, I'm looking at the site. I don't see a Peapod job fair, but obviously Peapod was hiring quite a bit in December because they had four. Uh, they attended four job fairs. So you may want to go online and take a look at that. You listen to Chicago's Black Business Network dot com. I'm going to post that scholarship, the presidential scholarship, and the Buick uh, scholarship program information on the website because we definitely, definitely, definitely want you to pass this information on. They have deadlines, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, they have deadlines and. Uh, 
And you don't want to be last. You don't want to be last. It's like I want to apply for uh, some grants for, uh, and we're going to share some grants information with you next week, uh, some writing grants and some different things. Well, you don't want to be the last person to send in your material. So, Because don't you think by the time the person, uh, I'm not sure what they call readers, reads your material that they may be kind of tired of reading or have already been affected by something, um, I need some tips on that. Or would it be better to be last so that all the other ones are forgotten and they're newly impressed by yours? I'm going to have to get some tips on that because, you know, there's a method to the madness for everything. You listen to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. I want to thank you for being with us. And we want our members to call in because this show is about you and your visions. It's about you and what you do. We're going to be up next with the Consumer Show. Don't forget forget to listen to Black Wall Street USA every Thursday evening right here on CBBN on Blog Talk Radio with our host, Ron Carter, chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago, publisher and editor at the South Street Journal, and I guess I can go listen to the election announcements and see what's going on over there in the 17th Ward. I want to thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. Stay tuned for the Consumer Show. And remember, in closing, persistence is the act of continually doing something in spite of obstacles. Let me repeat that. Persistence is the act of continually pursuing something in spite of obstacles. And believe me, I know this to be true. Do what you love. Do it with the one you love. Have a great life. And listen to us on Blog Talk Radio every every Tuesday and Thursday evening. We appreciate you. Good night. Listen to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. This is where Chicago's Black Business Network.com members come to share their business ventures and visions with you, the Blog Talk Radio audience and the world. Join us every Tuesday evening at 6.30 p.m. right here at blogtalkradio.com slash cbbn. The Consumer Show is up next at 7.30 p.m., hosted by attorney and CPA Derek McNeil. This is where we answer your real estate and banking questions, address your concerns about your consumer protection rights. And speaking of your rights, do you have questions about your legal and political rights? then you should be here every Tuesday evening at 7.30 p.m. right here on CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. Our call-in number is 347-326-9477, 347-326-9477. We'll be right back with Derek McNeil and the Consumer Show right after this break. misguided people in this world who turn to violence and use guns and sometimes innocent people like you and me get caught in the middle of it. Well, what's wrong with them? Baby, I don't know. They need change in their lives. Thank you. 
for being with us this evening and thank you for staying with us. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. Our next show up for the evening is the Consumer Show with attorney and CPA Derek McNeil and we're going to talk about taxes tonight. We know everybody's listening to the election but let's get some tax information going. Derek, how are you this evening? Welcome to the show. I'm doing just fine. Thank you for uh, having me with the show this evening. Uh, as I indicated to you off air, uh, it's going to be somewhat of an abbreviated version this evening because we're working the various elections trying to keep up with what's going on. Uh, as people may be aware, particularly us Chicagoans, this is election night uh, for mayor, uh, city council, and uh, city clerk, uh, city treasurer, and so forth, the municipal offices, as we call it. Um, very unfortunate. I think that this has just been the most uh, 
with regards to the election. I think that this has been the most unqualified uh, group of citywide candidates that we've ever had. Uh, and I think, once again, because of a lack of preparation in the black community, and I think a couple of weeks ago I talked to the listeners about the great groundwork that Lou Palmer did years before the election. And I think that that's one of our problems in our community as far as getting ourselves organized to get a good candidate that the community will back both with their votes as well as with their money. Was it so haphazard that, I mean, the, the obviously qualified people there, why would they want to come forth to be part of it or are they blocked out of the process? So many people feel blocked out of the process because they lack the funds in following the uh, mayor's race. Most people felt that if you didn't have about $3 million, you were, you would not be able to run a competitive race. And see, that's due to television ads. If you can't run television ads, very difficult to win the uh, mayor's race. So in our day and time, there's no such thing as a grassroots movement of someone coming up from the grassroots, wherever community they're coming out of, that would have a chance to be mayor in our time? Well, it's a little more difficult difficult because of the age of technology. Uh, a lot of times people now don't have the volunteer organizations. Uh, they don't have precinct captains. Uh, they don't have armies is what we used to call them. And, you know, it's funny that you had mentioned that. Uh, I started out as one of those armies. I was about 11 years old. And that's the way that politicians used to organize. And I don't know whatever happened to that type of organization, but we've definitely lost it because I don't remember one politician knocking on my door telling me that they were running for office. How about you? And times have changed. Nope. <laughs> times have changed. <laughs> it is, you get it through the Internet. That's where you get it, or on TV. Yeah. And that's very unfortunate for the voters. Then you wonder why these idiots really seem like they're from a different world than the common man, and and that's just how it appears. But uh, in any event, um, our voter turnout was also low, so that's an issue. But uh, let's talk a little bit about some income tax issues, because I am sure that a lot of your listeners that listen to the uh, CBBN are interested in their tax issues, both preparation as well as problems. So the first thing I'd like to talk about in this uh, income tax issues show is that the American taxpayer should be aware that every day is tax day, not just April 15th. So in other words, there are all types of transactions that we consider uh, that we don't consider the income tax consequences, which may have made us rethink the entire transaction, such as the buying of a home, such as the selling of a home, such as the starting of a business, such as the sale of a business, the buying of a stock, the sale of a stock. 
And we do these kinds of transactions every day, not just on April 15th. So it's important that the taxpayer uh, consult frequently with one who can advise and assist them regarding their income tax issues. That's interesting that you would put that. It hasn't been on my mind, but every day uh, as we plan our, our finances, we have to think about our taxes, and we don't, and we don't, and yes. you know that we don't. Yes. Uh, every day is a tax day. And then that, that, that saying was only attributable to federal taxes. So now that also was not necessarily reviewed with state and local taxes. So once you break that down, just about every minute we're being taxed some kind of way. <laughs> so that's very intriguing there. So let me move forward and talk about how to select a tax preparer. So if you're listening to the show and you want to find out or you want a couple of tips about selecting a tax preparer, let's talk about that now. There are basically four types of tax preparers. They are um, chain-type tax preparers, uh, H&R Block, Jackson Hewitt, Liberty Tax Service. They are known as unenrolled unenrolled tax preparers who they generally cannot represent you if you are called upon by the IRS for an audit of your tax return, generally then you have what is known as an enrolled agent, an EA, who is an individual who has either worked for the IRS and or passed a federal tax examination. They can represent you before uh, all levels of the Internal Revenue Service. And, of course, CPAs, Certified Public Accountants, are licensed by the state to represent uh, taxpayers before the uh, IRS at all levels. Some CPAs are also licensed to represent you before the United States Tax Court. Then you also have attorneys who are uh, admitted by the state, of course, who um, can represent you before the IRS, uh, as well as in the tax court, U.S. District Court, et cetera, et cetera as you go uh, through any litigation regarding tax issues. So that's very intriguing about the people who can prepare tax returns. Now, one may feel that they may be better off with a CPA or a lawyer preparing their income tax return. And I'm here to tell you that that is not necessarily the case. There are very, very qualified uh, chain store tax preparers, some much more better tax preparers than CPAs and lawyers. So it is the consumer's job to properly interview a tax preparer. Let me give you three questions. Number one, how many tax returns do you prepare like mine? That's one of your first questions. Number two, how do you keep current regarding the changes in the income tax law? Okay. Then our final question that we want to ask our tax preparer is, what type of publications do you read regularly? Okay. If you find that these tax preparers 
do not read Money magazine. They don't read Kiplingers. They don't read the Wall Street Journal. Uh, they don't read some type of business magazine. That's generally a sign, and you can kind of tell that by looking around their office. So I tell people, if you go into a tax preparer's office and you don't see any publications regarding taxes, you see publications like Newsweek and People Magazine, you're in the wrong tax preparer's office. I got you. I got you. But aren't there – so let me let me ask you this. Are we talking about individual tax preparers as opposed to the firms? Because you know for yourself that normally – as people rushed out there in Jan- in uh, February to get their loans or whatever that they're getting out there on their taxes, that they're not asking those questions or those people preparing those taxes. Correct, and that's how often people get themselves into trouble with their tax return uh, because ultimately no matter who prepares your income tax return, you, the taxpayer, are ultimately responsible for all of the entries that appear on the tax return. Let me repeat that. No matter who prepares your tax return, you, the taxpayer, are responsible for every entry that appears on the tax return. And you know the so, first thing they say, I didn't do it. You know that, don't you? I didn't oh do yeah. it. Somebody oh else yeah. did my taxes. You notice that our defense, don't you? Oh, yeah. So that, but people should be aware that that's the that's the way that the government, the Internal Revenue Service, is going to treat such uh, tax preparation. You're responsible, no matter who prepares. So uh, I have just concluded my section on how to select a tax preparer with three questions that you should ask the tax preparer, as well as I've also delineated the difference between the CPA, the attorney, the enrolled agent, as well as the unenrolled tax preparer. Give you a couple of other uh, references. Uh, a few references that a taxpayer should be preparing as they are uh, going to either prepare their taxes themselves or get someone else to prepare it is uh, IRS tax publications. Very good resources, IRS tax publications, for you to kind of sit down and read and review. A couple of them uh, uh, that I recommend is the 1040 Instructions Booklet. The 1040 Instructions Booklet, a very good publication that you can review. And you'll be surprised at the number of answers that you'll get right out of that 1040 Instructions Booklet. But that is also a good source to ask the tax preparer various questions that you have gotten out of the 1040 booklet. Uh, another excellent publication is called Publication 17. Publication 17, Your Federal Income Tax. And that's a dynamite uh, publication that uh, taxpayers can review. And uh, both, of course, free of charge. Let me give the phone number to the IRS. That phone number is 800-TAX-FORM. That number, again, 800-TAX-FORM. And, of course, the IRS website is 
irs.gov, irs.gov, for some further research and review prior to filing your tax return. Uh, in publication, uh, in both the 10-point instructions booklet and publication 17, they talk about some of the common mistakes of tax preparation. Some of those common mistakes is uh, missing Social Security numbers, uh, missing middle initial, missing name for the dependents, etc. So very simple mistakes that one can avoid if they properly review the uh, tax return. Now, one thing about it, Derek, I find don't when you send your when you send your taxes in. Well, I find that they redo mine. They love redoing my taxes. <laughs> uh, are they redoing all the taxes? No, I mean, generally they, the IRS the IRS only will redo a tax return if they feel some mathematical error was uh, created in the tax return. That's generally when they will redo the uh, redo the the, t- the tax return itself. So that's the first okay. thing there. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about IRS audits, which the chances of being audited is not very great. However, there are a number of audits, and the IRS has clamped down on audits against the low-income taxpayer. And that's very interesting. So the IRS has targeted people who claim the earned income credit as a deduction to make sure that your dependents were legitimate and so forth and so on. The IRS has really cracked down on auditing and reviewing the uh, taxpayers who claim that credit. One example of an IRS audit is now known as an audit by mail. So the IRS won't even have you come in the office. They'll mail you out everything that they want you to mail them back to substantiate your position, as it is known as in tax law. And so if you can't substantiate that position, then they will disallow that deduction. And that concludes the audit. Then, of course, you have what is known as an in-person audit, where the IRS may uh, have you come into their office uh, then you have a, an audit where the a field audit where the IRS will come out to your place of business, and then finally you have what is known as a TCMP audit, Taxpayer Compliance Measurement Program audit, and that's where the IRS audits your return, but they audit every entry on your return. Most audits target a specific a particular position that you have taken or entry that you have taken on your tax return. But with the TCMP audit, they're looking at everything. So they're really coming after you big time with that type of audit. So that's now, another... You're pretty much in, you're in trouble about being, almost in trouble about uh, being, under, time to get nervous. Well, it's time to make sure that you uh, have your records in order and that you're ready to fight. And that's the time to get nervous, time to fight. Okay. And that's what we do. Okay, so moving along, offers in compromise. The offer in compromise. An offer in compromise is where you attempt to settle a debt with the IRS for less than the face amount of the debt. And the IRS is now negotiating a number of uh, offers in compromise. But I would advise your listeners 
they are not as simple as they appear to be from various television commercials. You have to send them a lot of documentation for them to allow you to effectuate an offer in compromise. And I think one of the most important things that when you make that offer in compromise and it's accepted, you need to have the money to pay them. Yeah. just want to report something to your listeners that I've just heard. CNN is now projecting Rahm Emanuel a clear winner in the Chicago uh, mayoral election. So once again, pretty bad news from my perspective, but uh, kind of to be expected. So it I is I would to be expected. Sort of a slam How dunk is, uh, there, wasn't it? Yeah. How is our candidate, uh, Ron Carter, any updates going on on the 17th Ward? I don't have any updates, haven't heard anything. Uh, I'm, I'm in the office doing the show, but uh, can't do two things at one time. <laughs> but uh, right at this moment, no no updates. So no no news might be good news. Yeah, Hoping I would for agree a with runoff. that. Hoping for a runoff at the least, at the least. If he gets a yes. runoff, he'll probably get in. Yes, he will. Yes, I yes, would he agree. Will. I would agree. Okay, well, back to our topic of this evening, income tax issues. Um, I'd like to talk about tax preparation by industry. Tax preparation by industry. If you own real estate, you want to make sure that your tax preparer is very experienced in real estate, real estate investing depreciation, Schedule E, rental income type deductions. You want to make sure of that. If you own various investments, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, gold, and you're trading and all of that kind of stuff, you want to make sure that your tax preparer is experienced and has a number of clients that are like you. When you are retiring, when you are retiring, you may have to get another tax preparer, someone who is experienced with dealing with retirement issues because there are very specific issues that deal with retirement plan distributions, Social Security taxation, etc. When you are starting a small business, and if you own a small business, you may not be able to continue with the same tax preparer that you've had all of these years because you might want to have someone who's experienced with small business. And then, even on top of that, you may want to have someone who's experienced with your type of small business. Two examples. One being trucking. If you are a truck driver, you want an accountant, tax preparer, that is very experienced with truck drivers. Two, if you are a beauty salon owner, barber, Etc. You want to have a tax preparer who is very experienced in the representation of beauty salon owners and so forth. So, Sonia, I'm sure that affects a lot of your, a lot of the listeners of the CBBN, a lot of your members. While we are waiting, Sonia, let me continue. Um, we were talking about the specialized industries and so forth. Uh, another one that I did talk about was the real estate uh, investor. 
prior to you getting so involved in real estate, you want to make sure that you consult with a tax person and that you want to ensure that they are experienced with uh, handling real estate investor issues and so forth. Absolutely. So all of these things are, yes, all these things are important. You listen to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio. This is the Consumer Show with Derek McNeil, and the topic tonight is taxes. And uh, before you conclude, I know that you're leaving early tonight. I do. I do have a uh, question about this about the state. But you go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay, not a problem about state tax issues. Okay. Um, first of all, I wanted to get your comment about tax preparation by industry, because that directly affects all of the members that you have, and so that might want to be a question. I know you do that kind of stuff. Uh, are they satisfied with their tax preparer? Are they good? What type of publications? How do they keep up, et cetera? It is. It's an important question uh, for for every business because, if you look at um, would you get someone and, and look at it from a car industry, would someone who worked on Mercedes or Mercedes uh, uh, a dealership who sold Mercedes, would they be as well uh, able to work on your Fiat or your BMW? So if you look at your business in that way and your industry, whatever industry that you're in, would someone who uh, just generally doing the 1040s and that type of thing and not going into all the other uh, the forms that are involved, and you know all the, the terminology form, would they be the person that you would want to do your tax returns if you are a business? That's one thing yes, about let's, it. Let's talk about business tax returns just a little bit. Uh, first of all, if you are a sole proprietorship, sole proprietorship, doing business alone, you, of course, file a Schedule C, Schedule C, and you attach that Schedule C to your regular 1040, along with, of course, a Schedule SE, which is for self-employment taxes. So if you're sole proprietor, you're going to file, uh, in addition to your regular tax return, you're going to file a Schedule C, Schedule SE. If you are a partnership, you would file then a 1065. 1065 would be the partnership tax return that we file. And then, finally, if you are a corporation, you will file what is known as an 1120. An 1120 is a corporate income tax return. So those are basic issues. Now, to determine if your tax preparer might be qualified, I want to walk in and ask them, you know, uh, I have a few 1120 questions for you. And if they don't know what you're referring to, 1120, and I just said that that's the corporate income tax return, you know, you're in the wrong office. But, see, that's you learning the lingo as the consumer to fight back against the lawyers, the accountants, the big banks, et cetera. Absolutely. And I've seen that example before of someone and they indicated they were a CPA, and someone asked them a question about filing some papers, and they really, they really were lost in that conversation, and probably should not be the person 
doing taxes for that particular type of business because they were really lost in the conversation. They didn't know. And it's not the time for training, (laughs) not right then, you know, but I was just, I was on the outside of that conversation sort of, but that's what I kind of thought. I understand. Well, let me move on to talk about tax preparation by computer. Uh, A lot of people nowadays are preparing their income taxes with TurboTax and other computer programs, and that's how the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, Mr. Timothy Geithner, who uh, screwed up his own tax returns, and now he's in charge of the IRS and the Treasury Department. That's how he says that he screwed up his tax return, by using TurboTax and so forth. Uh That kind of gives you a little bit of a comment about that. Um, Moving along. Can we use that excuse, too? (laughs) Can we use that excuse? (laughs) And and still get appointed. Isn't that interesting? No, you may not. You may not. But that's how he wound up owing taxes. So uh, moving along, the IRS also offers special tax return preparation for senior citizens and low-income people. It is known as the uh, VITA program, V-I-T-A, Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program, and you can contact the IRS if you would, in fact, like for them to prepare your uh, tax returns. And I share this uh, only for people who may have low income and moderate income. Uh, If you are involved in any type of real estate or any other transactions that you wouldn't want the government's nose in your business, I would not advise you to have your return prepared by the IRS. But my final tip for this evening, and then I'll uh, get your question and then I'll need to conclude, but my final tip for this evening is that remember, you the taxpayer who signed the return, no matter who has prepared your return, is ultimately responsible for every entry that appears on the tax return. Okay, Sonia, you have a question regarding some local or state tax issue. It's just a very general question. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio with the Consumer Story. This is Derek McNeil, attorney and CPA. And be sure before you go off the air to tell our listeners how they can contact you, Derek. But it seems to me from my experience, and you tell me from your experience, that the state of Illinois, or maybe it's just generally states, are really tough on taxpayers, uh, difficult to negotiate with. As a matter of fact, would not give you a payment plan until last last year. And I was shocked yes. when one of my girlfriends told me. I said, they mailed me a letter for a payment plan. I've never seen that before. What is that? She said, until then, they weren't accepting any payment plans, that they were generally just tough on taxes. Is that my imagination? Is that it across the board? Well, states are a little tougher than the IRS on their tax collection policies. Now, Governor Quinn, of course, passed a tax amnesty-type program, and and so, therefore, he has uh, cracked down a little bit on the Illinois Department of Revenue, as it is known as. But states generally are tougher, and also states offer uh, much fewer tax deductions than the federal government. So they're collecting, actually, a pretty hefty share of your money 
when you file your state income tax returns because there are very few and very limited number amount of deductions that you may take as to your state income tax issues. Very good, but it, but that's my tax tip for for the year. You can uh, set up a payment plan now with the state of Illinois, so be sure you do that also, Derek. Now tell our people how they can get a hold to you and what's the topic yes, for next if, week. If you have any questions uh, for me regarding uh, tax issues, starting a business or real estate, which are my areas of concentration, feel free to call me, 773 773- Nine two four four zero four four nine two four four zero four four. My topic for next week I don't have as of yet, but I'll be working on it, and I'll get back with you, Sonia, so you can post it. That's great, Derek. Well, we're going to relieve you of duty this evening so that you can go and get into the mix with this election, Derek. I want to thank All you right. for being with us, and we will talk to you next week. Okay, thank you. Bye bye. Have a great evening. You're listening to CBBN on Blog Talk Radio, and that was Derek McNeil with the Consumer Show. He'll be back next week at 7.30 p.m. We're also going to, uh, next week also, we're going to have a couple of our members on the show from Chicago's Black Business Network talking about their, um, their business ventures and their business visions. And we also got some upcoming events. I told you we're going to have a uh, job fair in April. Also, we're going to have a meeting of our uh, call a meeting of our Chicago's Black Business Network members because we're also going to plan an expo. So we got a lot of exciting things coming up with Chicago's Black Business Network. We want to thank you for listening. And we want to thank you for being a part of all that we do. Now, starting in March, the Consumer Show and the CBBM Member Show are also going to be broadcast on WJPC Chicago, where we have hundreds of listeners. So we want to remind our members that this is a promotional tool for you. I'm Sonia Cassandra Purdue, founder of Chicago's Black Business Network.com, your host for this evening. And please don't forget to listen to Black Wall Street USA on Thursday at 7 p.m. with our host, Mark Carter, Chairman of Black Wall Street Chicago, and uh, publishing editor of the South Street Journal. We're going to go also and find out what's going on with the election. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and you have a great, great evening. Please be sure to tune in next week at 6.30 p.m. (laughs) 